everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another season review. This one's going to be for No Good Nick on Netflix, the Melissa Joan Hart series. Uh, or more the uh, Sienna Orgdon uh, series, uh, the, the actress who's playing as Nick. Uh, I'll just say Sienna series. Um, because, yeah, in the end, like, Nick really was kind of the... Or Nicole, it says Nicole, aka Nick, but it's No Good Nick. She's called Nick, so... Uh, for that as well. Um, but yeah, this is going to be my season 1 review. I will split it spoiler free and spoiler like I always do. So we'll do spoiler free talk. We'll take a break. We'll tell you what else is going on. And then we will go into spoilers. Uh, somebody appears to be hammering outside. So apologies if you can hear that. But it shouldn't be too much of a disruption. Anyway. Um, I think this is a good season of TV. I think it's a great first season of TV. Um, it's a great first season of TV as well. That is also quite short. Uh, the interesting thing about calling it season 1 is that um, it says part one in the uh, on the Netflix when you click on No Good Nick it says uh, part one on on Netflix. Uh, it's interesting because I think that that's what they called the uh, Sabrina the the first season. They called it like part one, and then they said part two is coming. Um, but it's it got a, an ending which seemed like a season type of ending and not like a mid season ending of some kind of sorts. Uh, so there's that as well. Um, I. I I, I come down with this on like it's a great season of TV it's a short and sweet one um it's really quite weird as to the the problems this show had which almost shouldn't have been there um one of the problems that I talked about in the uh episode 1 and uh 2 uh impressions review was the whole the weird like awkward Di- or not necessarily awkward, but the weird dialogue, the weird way that things were written, I did feel like that cleaned itself up by the end of the season. Not necessarily in the third episode, there were still some bits and pieces, but overall that wasn't a problem for me by the end of the season, uh, and I was able to be a bit more sort of immersed. The other major problem to me though was um, this weird political, and I'll try not to talk about this too much because I know politics is annoying to talk about, but it, I found it to be an out of place problem that like shouldn't have even been there in the first place. This weird kind of political, essentially teenage girl plot where um, Nick is like going to school and they're talking about like all these different disasters and all these different sort of, well just political topics and every time they kind of went to one of them in, in a scene it never felt natural, it always felt out of place, and I always had kind of a problem with it. And there was a few lines in there from different characters, and not even from the teenage girl side, because uh, Liz had a couple of lines where um, she's talking to Nick, and it's like, oh, it's good to see a powerful, strong woman, and all this sort of stuff. Uh, and it, just, it not only was it, like, not great, it just wasn't really... It felt very out of place for this particular show. Um... Because usually when people are raising like political issues, it isn't. It's usually like more adult type characters. Um, I, it, it felt very strange, and I really hope that there's a lot less of that in the um, in the second season. If the show gets renewed, hopefully it does. Uh, I say hopefully it does because I did, did still enjoy the season. I still enjoyed the whole Nick doing the scams uh, or not doing the scams in certain situations and. Uh, that kind of growing through the season and how is she going to balance things? What is she going to say when people ask her questions? All that sort of stuff. They did a really great job with that. Um, so my issues with the political stuff aside, um, 
I really did enjoy the general sort of thrust of the season with Nick trying to Nick trying to just navigate her life and trying to sneak off and do different stuff and come up with reasons and excuses. And the interest the thing that's actually even more interesting outside outside of that plot idea itself is the fact that you do have essentially a teenage girl who's she's 14 because she has a birthday episode in this uh, and she's got 14 on her cake usually when you see somebody doing something like this it's usually like a Walter White or well an adult it's not usually a teenager uh, doing these sorts of con type of things uh, I mean I know when you when you're like a child or you're, or you're a kid you might like uh, still little things here and there, but you're talking about, like, cons, where people are trying to scam people, this is much, much bigger than the odd, like, teenager trying to steal money from their mum's wallet or something, or the mum's purse, whatever, uh, it's much, much different to that, and it was really quite, um, see, it feels weird to kind of talk about this in the way of, like, teenage girls sort of stuff, but it was just kind of fascinating to see, because I've never seen that before in anything, um, a, a character try to not only do cons, obviously I've, I've seen that before because of uh, stuff like people like Walter White and Heisenberg and all of those sorts of drug deal type of shows, you've got things like Tin Star as well, but to completely, essentially to completely flip that type of character on its head, not only is it a female, which does make it different, uh, it's somebody a lot, lot younger and somebody who should, you know, be at school and be spending time with their friends and all that kind of stuff and they're involved with cons, it was like really kind of uh interesting and crazy to sort of see at certain times um so yeah that that was kind of fascinating to me as well um i'm trying not to sound too sort of weird as i sort of describe this but if you guys get what i mean it's not your typical con story because like she's tried to worm her way into this family and she she kind of does it or whatever and then she's trying to pull off with all these cons and do all these secret phone calls and all that and it was a case of like okay this person's got to go to school how will they work that work their way around all these different things and not get caught out and then what happens if suspicion gets raised what what does a teenage girl say in that situation when she's pulling off a, a con or a scam that sort of thing so uh i found that gen genuinely quite sort of fascinating uh in in a, in a story sort of sense as well um yeah and then like yeah the writing i sort of felt cleaned up a bit um and got better and stuff and like the script got better I still kind of feel it's it's quite fascinating as well because you have again the two big names Sean Astin and Melissa Joan Hart and they're really kind of because the main I would point out the main three characters actually to be Nick Ed and Liz who are played by uh, Sienna Sean and, and Melissa those are really your like three main characters and then you do have Jeremy and uh, Molly who do get involved with stuff obviously because it's a fa it's a family uh, type of show or a family setting of a show um but, um, yeah, you've got those three kind of involved, but, like, even though you've got these two massive actors in Sean and in Melissa, Nick's the main character, it's about her, and it's really kind of, like, any scenes that you get with Sean or Melissa are kind of to be sort of treasured in a way, because, like, they're kind of side characters to Nick, but in terms of the main three, like, the three that get really involved, it is Nick, Ed, and Liz... Uh, and Jeremy and Molly are kind of side characters to to those three main characters, but Nick is definitely the main character. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I it would have been it's kind of cool to think like you know you get this young actress on set and she's got these two veterans with her, Melissa and Sean, and they're probably like giving her advice and guiding her and all that sort of thing. Uh, and obviously Melissa is with like uh, female act act acting or actressing and and that sort of stuff. 
um so that's kind of kind of fascinating as well um because i'm sure they're both like great men- mentors and everything and um they I, I think they both have like kids and and that sort of stuff so that would have helped them with their advice and all that sort of thing uh going over to the, to melissa joan hart she did a great job in the season with, with the stuff she did get to do they're not like absent from the story they're just not in it as much as nick because nick's the main character um but yeah with um yeah, Melissa still shined in in the show and everything with with this with the stuff that she was given. Uh, so did Sean as well. Um, and yeah, it it was just fascinating to watch the the three of them kind of bounce off each other and and do different things. So that was kind of cool as well. Um, but yeah, I'd still definitely recommend the show. Just just know that there's some rough edges at the beginning and there is some political stuff that I, at times I couldn't believe the dialogue that I was hearing and the stuff that I was watching. Uh, but once you kind of got past that and you got back to the main thrust of Nick, what's she going to do next? What's going to happen to her next? It, I found it quite entertaining. So, uh, especially with like, you know, somebody comes to the door and then it's somebody to buy something that Nick is trying to sell. And she's not supposed to sell at that point because Liz is at the door with her or Ed's at the door with her. Um, or like she's getting a phone call or she has to try and sneak off somewhere and what does she do? Um, all that kind of thing. So I I found that really uh, kind of entertaining to watch as well. Just trying to see, you know, a, a different type of character try to pull off a a con or a scam. Um, and like I said, that character just being the complete opposite of somebody like Walter White. So um, yeah, it it was fascinating to see. I'm gonna give the show, I'll give it an eight point four out of ten. Some of the rough edges are still there, which might put it up to like an eight point six. But there's even though the political political stuff is in there in small doses there is a couple of episodes where it's like really quite heavy and i was sort of like i almost fast forwarded a couple of scenes because of that and it was really like okay let's just get i don't care about this let's get back to nick and see uh what she's trying to do next or see if liz is going to catch her or if ed is going to catch her or what's going to happen with her dad and that sort of stuff um as well um yeah, or, or like with with the parents and that and, and see what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, 8.4, I'm going to give it uh, out of 10. Um, but I do recommend it as well. Plus it's short and sweet, so that's that's fun as well. So um, yeah, let's take a break, go into some housekeeping. So don't leave yet, I'm not going into spoilers yet. We're going to do some housekeeping, then I'll give you another warning. And then we will go into spoilers, so I'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today... Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, if you did miss it, I did do a uh, spoiler and spoiler-free impressions or reviews for the first two episodes. So if you want something a bit more specific to that, 
or you haven't started No Good Nick yet, I'd recommend that you also check out that podcast as well, because that's speaking specifically about the start and uh, how that's kind of different to the rest of the season. Um, what else have we been doing? Uh, TV side of things, of course, No Good Nick. We, we did, we've been doing coverage for that, and this is going to be obviously the season finale, re- season review. Uh, but Ricky Gervais, I talked about him in the third episode of the Actor and Actress Spotlight. Delightful guy, really like him. If you don't like him, that's fine, but I do like him, so I chose him to talk about for this episode. Uh, Russian Doll, another Netflix show. Um, I watched the whole season and just simply did a season review for that. Uh, the next TV kind of Netflix season review I'm going to be doing is going to be for Black Summer, and that will be some point, some point next week, I think. So uh, look out for that in the future as well. Um, if you missed it also today, uh, or actually, it was on yes, it was yesterday, but it's been posted today, uh, congratulations to David, he's now reached 200 episodes of Geek Town, if you don't know what Geek Town is, maybe this is your first entertainment talk podcast, you don't know, uh, David is my regular co-host for The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones at the moment, and lots of other things, um, and he does a news, uh, kind of podcast where he talks about edit information, so when shows are coming back, casting information, film information, all that sort of stuff, and he does a weekly, uh, Geek Town radio podcast, um, and he rotates uh, a lot of co-hosts, and I'm one of those as well. Uh, me and Bex did episode 200 with me and David. Uh, it's on Geek Town Radio on podcast services and on GeekTown.co.uk as well. Uh, so that's some fun for you guys to go and check out as well. And that was that was a very very fun episode to do, uh, and I'm very grateful to, for David uh, to David for having me on the episode as well. So that was a lot of fun. Um, what else is the uh, Game of Thrones? Yes, Game of Thrones is finally back. For its eighth and final season, the very much anticipated season, we'll be we will we will be back tomorrow uh, on Wednesday, the seventeenth of April, which happens to be my birthday, to talk about the season eight premiere, season eight episode one, uh, Winterfell, I think it was called. Uh, but we'll be back for that this week on Random Gaming Talk. We have some big news. Uh, Sony came out just out of the out of nowhere, and they started talking about the PlayStation Five, the specifications, not the release date or price or nothing like that. Uh, but they talked about the specs. Uh, of the PS5 as well, so me and David, sorry, me and Robert are going to be talking about that this week on Gaming Talk. Last week we talked about Crash Team Racing, we talked about uh, Fallout 76, uh, PSN name changes, so some more PlayStation stuff that's happening, uh, and a bunch of other stuff as well. DC shows, we've got podcasts for uh, Arrow and Flash at the moment, we're going to be back for Legends of Tomorrow for episode 12 of season 4, so that should be that as well. Um... And uh, yeah, that's what we got going on at the moment on this entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, Star Trek Discovery also finishing this week for season two, so check that out as well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to move into spoilers now, so if you haven't seen the whole season of No Good Nick, not just the first two episodes, because uh, this is my season, re- I'm not going to call it part one, it's the first season. Um, if you haven't seen the first season of No Good Nick, the whole thing, uh, please pause the podcast, check out something else that we've done. If you're listening on the website, click on the homepage button, check out something else that we've done there as well. Um, and please leave now because there's going to be some fairly big spoilers to be honest. So uh, yeah, please leave now, check out something else that we've done and I'll see you on the next podcast. Uh, and go check go, go check out uh, Geek Time Radio this week, episode 200. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun, so check that out as well. Uh, okay, so, um, they had, the, I'm not sure if I did spoil something in the section there, because I talked about the dad, uh, but I'm going to leave that in, I don't think that's a too major of a of a spoiler, to be honest, uh, it might be, but I'm going to leave it in, I think that that's fine to talk about, um, so we get a nice little cliffhanger, don't we, where, um, then I'm being sarcastic, obviously, sarcastic, where Jeremy and Liz, uh, well, Liz finds the public file of, of Nick that she, uh, that he went to throw away, but was sticking out of the bin, that's not the way you 
throw something away. Uh, she finds it and then she obviously opens it and uh, I can't remember the surname that they used, but it's it begins with S. Um, and her other one begins with like L or something. The one that she used on the phone, the one that Nick used in the season finale, um, uh, when she was on the phone to the to the lawyers, quote unquote. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, she opens a file, sees a picture of someone completely different, and like they say, okay, if this isn't the real Nick or the real Nicole, who is it? They both pause, cut to black cliffhanger. Um, I hope the show gets renewed because I want them to. I want to again. It goes back to that curious thing of like. When you pose that question to a 14 year old. uh, Whether it's a girl. Whether it's a boy. Like if you pose that question to a 55 year old man. Such as Walter White. Or however old he is. He might have a better or different answer. As opposed to what a 14 year old person might have. So I'm very curious to see. Okay if if you as a a son and mother. Go up to somebody who's supposed to be living with you. Because I'm just trying to put this all into kind of context. I do feel strange the way I'm kind of talking about a 14 year old girl. But uh, it's just the fascination of, like, how does she get out of this con stuff? How does she kind of get through it? Because I've never seen that happen before in a TV show. So it's kind of a a fascinating thing to see the character do. So um, I do feel strange about that, though. But anyway, um, when you have a son and a mother uh, who, you know, are actually supposed to be in the house and they are actually biologically related to each other, when they pose the question to a 14 year old girl of this is your public profile, this is supposed to be your public profile, your public file thing, and this this has a po- uh, picture of a completely different person, what does a 14 year old girl called Nick, who is supposed to be in there for fraud reasons and for other stuff, what does she say to get out of it? Um, and yeah, obviously we'll have to wait for season two to see the answer to that question. Because uh, even though they didn't ask it, I'm assuming they're gonna. I'm assuming they're gonna go up to Nick and say, "Hey, we got this file. It's supposed to be you. Not got your picture. What's your explanation?" I'm just fascinated to see. Okay, how does Nick continue to get out of these situations? Um, and uh, yeah, kind of where where do they go from there? Obviously, we had the. I I didn't quite like the I preferred the twist of that as opposed to the dad lying about all oh, these aren't really lawyers these are other people did he actually say who they were I don't think he did um but like these aren't my lawyers there's no delayed payment thing that you can do I've been beaten up because they didn't get the money and I'm not coming home basically anytime soon um I I I'm not really clicking with the whole dad story stuff it wasn't too present because most of the season is like Okay, Nick's going to school, she's doing stuff, and then she's trying to sell, like, a, the sofa or the dining table or something. Um, or she's got her birthday and people coming to the door, and then how does she get out of that stuff? And there's loads of people around the house. Um, and the fascination of, like, how does she, again, how does she get out of these situations? Um, so, yeah, with her, like, calling the dad, and the, the annoying thing is, is um, I can't remember the name of the main family. It was, like, the Pattersons or something? Uh, Liz and Ed's family. He kept saying throughout the season, I'll just remember what they'd done and we're there to like scam them and get the money back. He never, I don't recall him ever actually saying what they did. And I really wanted to know, okay, this is clearly a nice family. Sure, they'll have arguments and whatever. But like Liz and Ed are clearly very good parents, even if they are a bit, a little bit overprotective or whatever. But they're trying different things, whatever. Um, But like they're trying to be good parents and stuff. And what could this family have possibly done wrong before and I'm assuming he was talking about that family because like that's the one that she's been set up to steal from but obviously Nick falls for the for the family in understandably because they're like really nice to her and that and she gets she bond ends up bonding with Ed and Liz and that 
Um, I'll talk about her plot with Jeremy in a minute and and Molly and stuff. Um, but like, yeah, I, d- I just never really clicked with the whole dad storyline. Um, I, I I did find it interesting the foster parents that she's supposed to be with kept coming to the house and like, oh, I've got um I've got Liz's ring and I'm gonna sell it to you and then the whole thing with the pipe in the sink and that. I found that really interesting because obviously like Liz is getting really upset and Nick, Nick is like, you know, I, I can't do this to her. And then, you know, goes behind her back, takes the ring out of her pocket and whatever and pretends to find it. Um, I did find that really interesting because like, um, was it Becky and Tamika? I'm not sure which. No, it was Dorothy and I think Sam. I remember it was at least Dorothy, the name of one of those characters. Um like, they're coming up to the house, and, like, again, you've got these, what, 30, 40-year-olds coming up to the house and asking the 14-year-old, like, where's our money and all this sort of stuff, and it was just, again, I've never seen anything like this before, so, <laughs> um, it was, I mean, especially with, um, uh, it's either, like, Tony, or, I remember it was Dorothy, one of the, the foster parents, uh, I think it might have been Tony, when you had the whole thing with, um, uh, is it Omar? I think his name was when they did the whole money scam and there's ten thousand dollars and that and the whole bank stuff and then he's like meets them outside the bank. And he's like, but I'm your legal guardians and I'm gonna take a hundred percent of this money. Like, I mean, if you can point me to another show that actually exists, because I not only have I not seen stuff like this happen before, I've never heard of like a plot having essentially young young children being involved in a scam like this. So, um, yeah, to again see that happen and Nick dear having to deal with like. Okay, we're trying to scam this family, and then you've got this $10,000 thing, and I need to take a cut of it, and then uh, Tony, or whatever his name was, is like, you know, I'm your your guardians, and he's taking the piss out of them, like, I'm going to get a hot tub, or a jacuzzi, or whatever, Uh, oh, as long as it has bubbles, and kind of taking the piss out of Nick, and Omar, uh, that was kind of interesting to see. I I quite liked her plot with Jeremy, because it is realistic of like, okay, do we really know the truth about you and obviously they don't which is interesting to like keep sort of pressuring Nick um and it's interesting they played the angle of like okay Jeremy's after too many times to where Nick does get upset and I think she actually genuinely does it's not like a I don't think she was playing them in that situation because like you sort of see in the season finale um Nick being on the phone to the lawyers and being like "I, I just I can't keep up with this I can't do it again kind of showing the struggle of like okay, a 14-year-old wouldn't really be doing this, because if it was a, a Walter White, a 55-ish-year-old man, um, he would maybe have, be able to deal with, with that pressure a little bit more, because um, Nick should be, should the pressure that Nick should be facing is, can she pass her exams, can she get along with her friends, and that kind of stuff that, like, a you know, a teenager does do. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of kind of fascinating as well. I feel like I'm going over a little bit the same points of just saying, like, it's fascinating for to see how Nick got through this. But not only was it the idea of her trying to get through doing these scams and doing these this robbery and all that, she had to do with do she had to do that and interact with several different characters in different situations. So it wasn't, like, the same thing repetitively kind of thrown at her. Um, plus, like, Liz catches her out more than she does in other, uh, in other, uh, situations, and Ed sort of does as well, um, but it was mainly Jeremy being like, yeah, we, you haven't really said anything about you, like, where did you go to school, where was it, where did you live, and, like, Nick just can't answer the question, so, um, yeah, that, that was interesting as well, but, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where they go forward with this, with this kind of thing, because, 
I mean, you obviously have, you have the big cliffhanger question thing, which is what does Nick say to um, listen Jeremy about this about this letter and this document and stuff? Um, like, how how does she handle that? Um, it, it's it's interesting where like when she called, I'll say that the foster dad, the one that's in on the plans, and he's like, oh yeah, we got all this information, all this other kind of stuff, and I can kind of bail you out if you do like the nine one one. Um, texting and all that kind of stuff, but like, that still doesn't mean Nick is necessarily safe. In I mean, it's not a safe thing to do to like <laughs> pretend you're supposed to be living somewhere uh, with a particular family or whatever, and then like trying to scam them and, and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see where they go with the second season and like how far down the rabbit hole Nick has to kind of go, what she has to sort of do, um, and what she says to Liz and Jeremy next time they see them. And like I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's not just going to be Liz and Jeremy. Like obviously Ed's going to find out at some point. Like oh, this is your profile and what does all that mean? Um, my if I was to guess the resolution is that cliffhanger, I guess you would say something like, I I think she'd maybe call pull out the dad card in a way and say like oh I've had to change my name to so and so, and like that isn't me. Um, I, I I don't know. It depends what she might do because. There was a couple of times in the season where she was able to pull the like, oh, I don't want to talk about my past because of my dad and all that kind of stuff. Because obviously, the fake death of 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 the father, um, who's actually in prison. But um, I'm curious to see how many times they can use that kind of card, like in the writers' room, how many times they can use that card, and what other avenues they might need to go to. Because h- how long can something like this realistically last before like they find out something about Nick, um, and like. Where does she when she finally hits that breaking point of being either found out or caught in some sort of way? Well, I guess that's the same thing. Um, what, what does Nick do from there? So, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, um, I I still enjoyed the season. And you'll notice in the spoiler section, I didn't talk anything about the polit- political stuff because I I don't care about any of it. So, um, like and and it, it if you were to say to me, oh, I've got this pitch, it's going to be. You know, this this teenager goes into this house and she tries to to do this scam and do all this uh, thieving and all that sort of stuff. And she gets involved with the family and Melissa Joan Hart's in the show. I'd go, oh, cool, that kind of sounds interesting. And then if you were to be like, yeah, Nick has this also has this plot with these teenagers at school where they get involved with political, like, world stuff. I'd sort of be like, well, why? Why? Why does that happen? So I'll I'll try to continue to push that to the side. And like I said, I didn't mention that in the spoiler section because that's that's not the part of the show that I'm interested in at all. So I um, I had no interest to talk about that. But in terms of the spoiler-free section and my problems with the show, it definitely fit in there. So um, yeah, they did in like the last I'll say last three and a half episodes, they were almost forced to drive away from that because they had to resolve parts of the story with Nick and her birthday and everything so I want the I almost want the show to like force itself continuously force itself out of that situation with the with the political stuff where um they have to just focus on uh I mean character development you you can still do as well and and the whole situation with Nick and what's going on and the dad there's plenty there for you to focus on you really just don't need extra plots so we'll see where they we'll see where they go going forward with, with everything um but uh, yeah, I enjoyed the second. I joined. I enjoyed uh, the first season of the show, and um, I'm looking forward to the second one. We'll see how things go with it. It only came out like a few days ago, or actually yesterday it came out. 
Um, so uh, yeah, we'll see if the show gets renewed. Hopefully it does, and uh, hopefully we get a bit more of a resolution. So it'd be curious to see how long they can, how many seasons they can keep this going for as well. My guess would be like maximum of five, but it depends where they go with Nick and the whole identity plot. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, so thank you all very much for listening to the podcast. EntertainmentTalk.org is where you can find all the content. Um, Twitter eTalkUK. If you have any thoughts on No Good Nick itself. Uh, and if you understand what I meant when I was talking about a 14-year-old girl, um, and the kind of fascinating differences between, again, between her as the complete opposite to somebody like Walter White being involved in the situation. So, because um, I've certainly not seen that on TV myself, um, or I, and I've not heard of any shows that have done that. So, um, it's a completely kind of new, completely new kind of thing for a character to do, to me anyway. So... Uh, there's that. But if you'd like to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate, that's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small card of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, subscribe to those. If you'd like to pick a specific feed at the moment, please choose the Game of Thrones one because that's going to be kind of big for us going forward. And we've only got six weeks of the show. One week is almost gone already. So uh, please choose that one as well. But if you don't want to mess around with Patreon or Amazon or iTunes, word of mouth. All you've got to do is tell your friends, family, people that you know uh, about the website and the iTunes feeds. When you Not if you see people talking about Game of Thrones. When you see people talking about Game of Thrones online because it's already happening. Uh, tell them about the podcast and the iTunes feeds and all that kind of stuff and the website. Uh, even if they're talking about something else like video games and films and all those other TV shows that we cover. Please tell them as well. That will really help us out. Social media, Facebook, uh, you can share the post on there, retweet them on Twitter. Um, you can copy the link uh, from the post and put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. Just ask the admins, don't get yourself banned or anything. So there's that as well. Uh, video games, if you want to watch me, Robert and David play different video games. Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels, Robert's got one, a mixer. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you all very much for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.